Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, hello. Hola. <laughs> Do you know what I realized the other day when you were doing like your range of merch and stuff? You should have done doormats. We've got a doormat with hello on. And I said to Gemma, ah, oh, <laughs> Marcus has missed out here. Brilliant. <laughs> Hello, listeners of Lower Your Expectations. Welcome back to the poddy. How's it going, Matt? Yeah, I mean, I'm not as good as in the last couple of episodes because England are at the World Cup. Oh, mate, get over it, you pussy. It's, was it been a week since it went out? Yeah, it was a has week it, yesterday. Is it a week? week yesterday. That's flown by. For you, literally. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually quite good. I like that. How many flights? Six in eight days, or eight? In no, six eight days? flights oh. in six days. Yeah, it's a new personal record for me. So I love planes right now. How do you feel about that? That's that's quite impressive. Was the food good? Uh, no. Really? Yeah, no, no, it wasn't. It was like the whole here's a bread roll kind of oh. food. It, we didn't have a meal on any of the flights. It was like oh a yeah, snack because you were, so for context, Marcus was out in Moscow. Watched the semi-final, England lose, and then you went to Berlin, to Berlin for a <laughs> job, then to London the de- next oh. day, and then back to Russia, but had to fly to Rome, fly Rome, <laughs> because all the flights are sold out. So down to Rome, up to Moscow, back down to Rome, back to London. Yeah, a lot of flying. Yeah, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I do feel quite exhausted. If I'm honest, which I don't usually feel, but probably doesn't help that I'm off to Tomorrowland today. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, (laughs) just bad timing. But no, I am good other than that. And Moscow. Yeah. How was Moscow? Is interesting. Because I feel like there's it's kind of a place with a like mystery surrounding it. So much history. Also so much impression based through media. And it's like a bit like what, you know, when we went to Mexico City and we're like, oh my God, Mexico's, you know, oh my God, we're we're all going to die sort of. Narcos is around. (laughs) When you go there, it's a completely different experience. And I have to be honest, I wasn't the biggest fan of Moscow as a city. It, It was too too big sounds stupid to say it was the scale of it was just ridiculous was it similar to mexico city because that was quite a big place wasn't it yeah probably similar to mexico city but just getting from place to place was a bit of a nightmare was it really obviously it was the world cup so was it quite busy it was quite it was quite busy also a lot of the russian people seemed to have I don't know if it's the way they are, but they seem to have a bit of an aggressive front towards people. Now, I don't know if that's because, obviously, the World Cup's on, yeah. and they're just really pissed off of all the tourists. Have you spoken to Steffi about it? Because, obviously, she no. must have... So, when she listens to this, oh. No, I will speak to her. I just haven't caught up with her yet. <laughs> <laughs> about um, your hatred for Russians. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was funny, though, because when I was there, I was like, oh, like, Steffi's parents are Russian. But it's a complete different... They're Siberian, which is... It's, like, the complete other side of Russia. It's, yeah. like, above Asia oh, sort of thing. That's quite um like badass, isn't it? A Siberian. Yeah, it's cool. Sounds cool, it's doesn't cool, it? Yeah. Isn't there Siberian tigers? Yeah. Need to ask them about that. <laughs> <laughs> big question. Not the big question, but a big okay. question. Did you have any vodka? No, actually. I didn't. I had a lot of beer. 
<laughs> but when we were there for the England game, we were supposed to have this sort of sit-down meal before the game, but there was so much traffic we didn't have time, and we ended up at the bar and just having a beer. I got talking to the barman there. Like that from you? A bit of small talk? Yeah, well, like he, he started talking to me, and I was really proud to tell everyone that my girlfriend was Russian. So Aww. literally every Russian, I was like, my girlfriend's Russian? And they just were like... <laughs> Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he got talking and then he's like, let me give you some shots. And we were like, yeah, but it's going to be vodka. And he's like, no, no, this special Russian shot. And we're like, okay, cool. So he like lines out all these shots. Mate, it was the most disgusting. <laughs> Sam threw up in his mouth. Like no, my mate Sam literally oh threw up in his God. mouth after doing the shot. What was it like? I don't know what tequila, it, Sambuca? Take Sambuca, mix it with tequila. I, I think a bit of absinthe in there as well. Oh, It was nasty. But did the job. Did the job. England didn't do the job. No. Honestly, if you knew me in real life, this is a big thing. I did don't you cry? talk about football. Yes. Did you? Yeah. I was in front of all of like Gemma's family and like their family friends are there. Gemma's dad's really into football. Did but... he cry? Did Alan no, cry? No, he was just angry. He, he didn't cry. Punching the TV? No, no. <laughs> he was just frustrated. He was upset, but not crying. Whereas I was like head in hands. Oh. Gemma was there next to me, like consoling me. Oh but my God. The family friends, like, who are really lovely. And they'd just given us like our wedding photos. It was like, oh, you know, really nice. And then they were like, oh, well, you know, in four years' time, let's see if it goes again. But it's like, in my head, this is never going to happen it's again. It's a generation. It's a generation once thing. Once in a lifetime. You've got to be positive. It's a First young time team. In 28 years. It's a young team. We've got a bright future. It was we one devastated. game, at, actually, that Gemma watched it with me. Well, she watched a bit of the Panama game with me. but And she really doesn't like football, hates it. But she was like, had her arm around me. She was looking after That's me. That's cute. She knew what it meant to me. You were in Moscow for that one night for the game, weren't you? And then the next yeah, it time was, it was went, a shame. for a couple of days. Yeah, it was a shame because I've never been to Russia. I've never been to Moscow. So for the England game, I was very excited. But I literally flew in, landed at the airport, coached the game, back from the game, sleep left first thing in the morning so i literally didn't see anything of russia so for the next trip i was a bit excited because we extended our stay for a day to have a day of exploring moscow i don't know it's just what i feel bad about is not knowing enough history about moscow i've talked Mm. about it previously where i'm i regret hating history at school (laughs) because now i absolutely love it yeah and that's probably one thing i want to put a bit of time into is knowing some history behind Russia because I don't know anything. I was so tired when I went to bed and I was like, I want to watch a Putin documentary. (sighs) Tried to find one that was sort of middle ground. And I was watching five minutes. I was like, I'm fucking knackered. I just need to go to sleep. (laughs) What were the tube stations like? From outside Russia, there's this perception like they're the best tube stations in the world. See, I didn't know about this. And I was with one of the other talent on the job. She was from Moscow. She was like showing us around and all this stuff. And she took us to the tube and she was like, oh, it's amazing. It's like so cool. It's beautiful. It's all this. I mean, I walked down and I was like, it's nothing special. Like it's When you're going down the escalator, isn't there like art all on the walls and stuff? And not in the tube stations I was in. What I would say was cool was inside the tubes, rather than like plastered with adverts like ours is, it has loads of history in Russian all over the tube so mm. if you get in the tube and you understand Russian it would be fascinating it'd be a good it'd be really interesting oh, I'd much prefer that here if yeah how history, cool would that be amazing for each area you're going well, to not like, even that just history just something interesting to read or to further your knowledge I don't know if I, I didn't go to the main station or something like that but yeah it wasn't I mean it was a, a tube <laughs> <laughs> Imagine coming to London and me being like, yo, man, you need to check out the central line. I might have been at the wrong station, so I don't want to offend anyone. Last random note on tubes. I really like the metro in Paris. I literally can't remember the metro. It's like really gothic. 
But then the actual system isn't, you know, I don't think it's as quick as London. London. But, like, the aesthetic of it I find really cool. Is it AC? I don't think so. Not many places are, though, are they? Well, I feel like so we're quite lucky so here. We're lucky here? Yeah, because you've got what? district line as AC, isn't it? Oh, yeah, but the main ones aren't. aren't yeah, they? it is. They're no, no, the line, main not tube central, lines. Central northern, isn't, northern isn't, Victoria isn't. Yeah. So literally one tube is AC. Why is that so weird, isn't it? Don't know. But <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. She was like, yeah, all the tubes have AC. We got on it and it didn't. So I was like, oh. So what happened there? How does that work? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Did you say to her, where's well, the AC? No, I think she That's was a funny like, AC. She was like, oh, some of the old trains don't have it. I was like, oh, okay. It's convenient. You lied. <laughs> it's very cheap in Moscow, coming from London. A 40-minute what's, what's taxi. The, um Rupees. Like, uh, rupees? Ru- ru- Ruskies. No, that's, <laughs> that's for Russia, isn't it? Russian money. Rupees is Indian. Ruble, ruble. Oh. Sorry, ruble. Yeah, and like a 40-minute taxi would cost maybe £3. But I must say, not once did I feel threatened in Moscow. Not once did I feel that's unsafe. Good. It's a major city. And I spoke to the woman about this from there. And I was like, oh, is it dangerous? It's the same thing. Of course, there's yeah. dangerous areas. The same in London. But... As a as a city, I must say I never felt threatened once. So that's good. I'd love to check out St. Petersburg though. Given that the shout out the St. Petersburg Tourism Board, hit, if you're hit, listening, hit me up, Putin. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we go into this, I just want to make a safety announcement. Are you wearing your seatbelt? At home, are you wearing your seatbelts? Because the key's going in the ignition. I think you're ready for kids already. We're going up. <laughs> up, up and away. Oh, wait, what's that on the right-hand side? I can't really make it out. Oh, it looks like... Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> it's Elon Musk with a submarine. <laughs> no, I think it's Instagram, actually. And on the left, I think that's YouTube, or is it YouTube Music? I can't tell. But wait, straight ahead, there's a little sign. What does that say? I can't see it yet. Wait, we're coming closer. Digital world. But before we go into the actual digital world... <laughs> Can we do an undercard? What? What's that? What do you mean? Because there's a main subject we're going to talk about. We're going to do an undercard because 
We're speaking about the KSI yeah. and Logan Paul fight. Wait. Yay. YouTubers fighting. <laughs> I know we've spoken about it before, so we're not going to talk about it for long. In case yeah. you have no idea what we're talking oh, about. Oh, sure, yeah. KSI, massive UK YouTuber. Logan Paul, massive American YouTuber. Are fighting in August. Having a boxing match. That's top line and they, there was a press conference sorry yeah. no continue. but that is it's good that you did that because i think we just assume we're so sometimes. involved yeah. with it in the youtube space yes that yeah you assume everyone knows but it's funny you talk to a normal person and they're like what are you talking <laughs> yes, about yes <laughs> although it's getting some actual hype now in press and media and ksi and on good morning britain and all stuff like that so yeah our favorite for the big question actually the daily mirror did a live stream of it like live reporting so there we go. <laughs> it's made the tabloids. <laughs> Last night, there was a press conference in London. In London. Things went mental. I'm just getting to the point where... Because I've watched the first press conference in LA, LA. and that was like an hour-long stream, wasn't yeah. it? So it was like, oh, okay. This time, I didn't want to do that. So I, I did. I confess, I just watched the highlights. My favourite thing was how many keen YouTubers went. and Really? Well, well yes, like how so many youtubers it's, it is funny isn't it i mean we're kind of doing it now like when a big building drama moment happens all everyone kind of tries to capitalize on it but it did make me laugh how many youtubers went like thinking oh my god i need to vlog this and then get got a video up like asap before before ksi or logan could even upload it was funny because yeah. i saw ksi tweeting he's like oh, i can't get up i can't get up and i was like so many other youtubers are capitalizing on this right now <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the point I want to talk to you about with it is because obviously in boxing, there's the shit talking. That's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Where you're building yeah, up yeah. the hype and all of this. But I've watched both conferences now and they have like a host there who's meant to be asking questions and yeah. finding out things. And it's kind of playful and all of this. True Geordie did it yesterday, who's a really good host. Yeah. And he's done the YouTube matches and things like that. Literally didn't get a chance to ask one question. Yeah. It was just KSI repeatedly swearing, yeah. shouting at Logan, and then Logan just walked off. He quit the event. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that, first off? Comparing it to boxing, we have YouTubers who are personality-based mm. characters yep. fighting. Boxing, we have professional athletes <laughs> boxing. My viewpoint on it is, yes, everything you just said is happening because it's who's got the biggest ego. I'm a character. I'm yeah. going to shout. I've got fans here. Let's go crazy. That's where it's at. Yeah. And it's almost like WWE, isn't it? Well, it is a little bit, yeah. And it's just, yeah, I mean, it's mad, the hype and the following it's got. It feels like it's just getting a bit ridiculous. I don't know. Like, I kind of just wish there was a bit more substance with it because I would have been really intrigued to know some of the more boxing-related things rather than just saying, fuck the pool. So I'm like... <laughs> okay I get that fine yeah, yeah. and he's playing up to the fans and the ego yeah. and all of that but it would have been nice to hear True Geordie I'm sure he had some good questions yeah but Sorry. Logan got so rattled that he had to leave before he could even get any questions out but then True Geordie couldn't even speak because KSI but that's the thing it's because the, the, the personalities there are bigger than yeah. the hosts you you need someone who can bring it together like yeah, whenever true. you see an event or something like this the host is has to lead the way but when you've got characters that are bigger not in terms of following in terms of personality bigger voices and stuff yeah. that's hard to control youtubers yeah, become very hard in front of a fan base of hundreds and thousands of people going screaming their name and yeah. like it's hard to just go yo guys 
hold it together like let me do my thing well it was interesting because in the la one the host there tried doing that and in the end it, i mean obviously it didn't work but he was actually trying to control and be like yeah. okay champ you speak well i think that was maybe easy to control because that was outside do you remember so yeah, it's like yeah, you're not yeah. enclosed you don't have an echoing and the sound's yep. not heightened etc whereas this was just it was quite intense, wasn't it? Yeah. But I just felt a bit sorry for the fans who had gone there because all they got in the end was just seeing Did it. you see there what happened any... after? No, what happened after? So there was a lot of trouble after because so Logan left, obviously. Where the area was, fans... I have to show you the video because it's quite intimidating. So fans managed to climb on like all the houses and around the, the parking lot and people started like throwing buckets of paint aiming for like logan people got hit with buckets of paint and stuff police had to come and then close it down oh, for god's sake <laughs> yeah. like it just annoys me so much because and i really like ksi as like an as a creator and then entertain that's yeah. the right word yeah i do but doing it's get you're right it's getting out of hand now and i feel like it's just the level of ridiculousness the ceiling's broken. It's that's gone, yeah. isn't it? Their audience predominantly is teenagers and things. Why is it getting so aggressive like this? I swear, it wasn't this bad for Joe Weller? Yeah, I don't fight. think it was, because this is like a proper thing now, isn't it? It's like a proper "I'm gonna kick the shit out of you" thing. Let's round this up. See what happens. <laughs> I, I just hope it stays. Yeah, we try and stick to the sport a- aspect of it. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, but I, w- I would like. To I, w- see I would also the... just like to say I did find it really funny. I think Logan was really embarrassed when his dad tried to come on and and take the mic and and speak back to KSI and just massively failed. That I did have a little chuckle then. Oh, just... I just felt so. I mean, if Logan and Jake have flown all this way for essentially, oh, uh... did you? Sorry, did you, <laughs> you've just reminded me. Did you see the link to Logan's tweet that I sent you? No, I oh, didn't. Can I read it out? Yeah. I, I want to see your live reaction to this. So I was like, oh, I wonder if... Like, so basically, I saw it. I was like, oh, I wonder if Logan's like said anything about walking out. So I went on his Twitter. This was Logan Paul's tweet a couple of days ago. Board the plane. Flight attendant gives me the old eyeball. Up and down. High socks. Short shorts. Saggy blonde hair. Picture perfect fuckboy. Give him my ticket. First class, question mark. Stunned. He goes, oh, wow. And points me to my seat. Don't judge a book by its cover. Oh, my God. Is that not one of the most awful things you've okay, ever seen tweeted? I don't, I don't feel sorry for like, him wasting his time I'm coming sorry. to I'm sorry. I literally oh, read that. I felt sick in my mouth. So obnoxious. It's so bad. Yeah, it's really, really obnoxious. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, in America at the moment, obnoxious wins, doesn't it? So, <laughs> yay. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow Graham, Borco 22, Lil Michaela. <laughs> what do these, these things have in common? They got cool names. Yes, that's true. <laughs> They're on Instagram. That's also true. But they post pictures. <laughs> <laughs> none of them are real. But they've got 129k on Instagram, 113,000 no, followers. Let's talk about Lil, Lil Michaela. Michaela. 1.3 million. You might not have seen these people yet. You might have heard of Lil Michaela. Michaela. They are kind of animated virtual influencers and they're kind of computer generated beings. What is going on in this world? <laughs> they're not real. Yeah, it's, I know. But... It's, I think it's the aesthetic's really cool, but where's the line? Like what's I don't understand it. I guess it's just a way of exploring something different, you know. It's bringing with TV, I guess you have anime, but then you have true 
real thing like with real people is it kind of bringing that into the social media world a parallel could be paddington bear has its own twitter account and tweets all the time yeah like, that's obviously there isn't a bear tweeting that's him with Wearing little paws a little, yeah. <laughs> a little duffel coat <laughs> in notting hill i don't, I don't some think marmalade <laughs> what do you think about it first of all because you know as an influencer yourself you could see this as competition it's like who Ooh. is this the new gang Ooh. coming in knocking on my door and you can't even if you wanted to try and box them you can't oh. they don't exist i think it's kind of cool i follow lil michaela and I think it's cool because I like their style and I like the aesthetic of what they're doing. And I think it's, I just find it interesting. I think it's, I think it's cool. So I think Lil Michaela was, or is, managed by this company who I imagine created her and mm. designed her and all of this. I know another one was created by an artist who was just doodling and then yeah. decided to upload it to Instagram. In terms of like, they do brand deals and things like that. Like I find that crazy but for brands it must be a dream because it's like this person is never going to get them in trouble it's never going to be controversial <laughs> yeah there is that a lot of the reason why influencer marketing in working with influencers works is because there is that direct relationship with an audience where people it's a more authentic relationship as opposed to a traditional celebrity mm -hmm. because they have a closer point of contact and you obviously don't have that with these things so whilst they're cool these virtual influencers i don't think they're ever gonna like replace me or people like me i hope because they're different they're just there's they're bringing something in to the social media world but it's not gonna replace us anytime soon that's not to say in 20 years time wherever we are, we're going to be a vr and virtual uh, virtual yeah. reality and augmented reality that could be a different story but right now i think it's a step in that direction but they're not here to take things away from us okay because it brings me to this question are these like creations are they art or is it just another way to advertise things is it just sleazy advertising it depends how it's done if they're doing just branded work every single post then i guess their motivation's quite obvious <laughs> <laughs> do you know lil michaela released a song on uh, spotify no i didn't know that did you listen to it yeah it's just mental i mean what? the song's fine it's not really my thing, but... What is it? Is it rap? No, it's kind of like housey. Well, they got the robot voice in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, interesting, yeah. Interesting to see where it's going to go. Yeah. What do you think about it? I don't know what to think. I find it so strange. I really like it if it's meant to be intended as like almost an art installation and it's like reflecting society back at us if you know what i mean because for all intents and purposes they're, they're like normal people aren't they because they do i don't think they do stories yet properly no i saw borco <laughs> i don't know, i'm probably not saying that right <laughs> did a live stream the other day but i didn't get to watch it so i'm like i wonder how that worked like yeah that but is they've got loads of fans and yeah. people i guess it's like you say with anime they just love it yeah i wonder if it's going to go down the route of like almost like a soap like EastEnders or something where they start having well, they, relationships they're starting with to each hang other out. Well, of course. I saw that yeah, yeah they're starting to, to hang out aren't <laughs> yeah. they they're starting to post pictures and like collaborate and stuff so it's really funny because I talked about Borco and you're like oh yeah is that the one that was in Lil Michaela's post I'm like fuck's sake they're not real <laughs> but yeah I, I do it reminds me of actually of um like what Gorillaz did originally mm, so when they first came around in like videos. 1999 they were 
just it's animated band they were meant to be a satire of pop music mm-hmm. whereas now it is much more about the music and it's Damon Albarn I don't yeah, know where it's going to go that's different because they're real people making music and mm. just using yeah. a character to hide themselves whereas this yeah. is not that this is there, there's a no computer humans, ge- yeah. yeah there's no human it's yeah I would love to know like the technology behind it how they do it because the, the photos some of them yeah you're like well that's not yeah, because some sp- of them you're like, oh my god, that's when amazing. I spoke to Steffi about it and showed her, she's like, yeah, yeah. She's like, I think I know how to do it. She's like, then so they've cast normal people, like they've cast Lil Michaela and she's a real person. Yeah, but they've then digitalized her through either Facetune or something like that through Photoshop. But I don't know. I don't know. Like she said that, and I was like, oh, is that? What would you do if someone came to you wanting to use your image rights to create one? Be like, how much do you want to pay? I mean, apart from that, ten mil, <laughs> job done, sorted. <laughs> Vegas. Oh my god! <laughs> if Steffi's right, if her theory's right, that's strange, mm. isn't it? I would love to know like the the back end, like the market research I went into it, because obviously they've created them with a purpose of being popular and stuff. Yeah. But I guess watch your space, because she'll these... be on the podcast next year. Oh, could you imagine? Well, not with that robotic voice. Go <laughs> do everyone's head in. <laughs> We love this and you should too, or at least try it. I haven't seen the full episode yet, but Sasha Baron Cohen is back. And I watched the 10 minute clip on YouTube. I think he's so good. Sasha Baron Cohen, if you don't know who he is, Borat, Bruno, Ali G, he's the man behind all of these characters. And he's got a new series out called Who is America? And in the 10 minute clip that I saw that went viral on YouTube, He has created a character and he's interviewing politicians and basically seeing how far he can push gun control. He's back. I'm excited to see the show. So I have, but based on the 10 minute clip I've seen, it looks like a fascinating watch. It's cool. I think it's on Channel 4 actually. Yeah, it is. So it's in America on Showtime. Yeah. And in England, Channel 4. So that's on my watch list. Basically, Hannah Gadsby and her Netflix stand up special, Nanette. She is an Australian feminist LGBT comedian who uses her own life as source for her show. But what was really interesting in this is that it was all tailored around why she needs to give up comedy. And yeah, I mean, it was really, really funny. Like, it was hilarious. But I don't know, it made me look a bit differently at the world. So, ooh, open your eyes. Exactly. Go and watch it. Cool. Are you ready? Yes. You sure? Yes. Have you taken off your seatbelt from the digital world? Yes. Cool. I never said for a big question. Yes, yeah, it's it's, we're doing a big question. Yeah. I never said. Why you should never pat a dog on the head and what to do instead when you meet an adorable furry friend. Okay. So normally the articles I go for like a bit crazy and stuff's going on, but I thought this is going to help people when they next see a dog. Okay. Turns out that patting a dog on the head is actually is quite rude in dog language. Yeah. Did you know that? What, like first time you meet one? Yeah. Yeah, well, you're meant to put your hand out and let it sniff your hand first. And then if if that's like, hi, I'm here to like greet you. And then it invites you to be touched. Did you write this article? <laughs> Just a man who knows how to touch a dog. But you are on the right lines. Thank you. Because Sarah Bartlett, qualified international dog trainer has shed some light on why you shouldn't pat a dog on the head. And basically, it's these poor little dogs, they're looking up at you, and if you're coming down with your big hand, it's quite threatening. 
Yeah. And it's saying Yeah, you're how, like closing in on it. Yep, exactly. And some well, dogs are obviously fine with it, but you will find some of them might react differently and yeah, be a bit aggressive because they're like, what are you doing? Mate, imagine me? you're walking down the road and you've got this fuck-off giant hand coming towards you <laughs> without you seeing just smacking you on your head. I'd be well pissed Yeah, off. but at the same time, if someone just held their hand out, I wouldn't lick it. If it's like a huge hand no, just down next to you, I would pe- be like, okay. All right, all right. In human world, it would be like oh, I guess say meeting hello. someone new, here, handshake, and then you're like, oh, hello, rather than someone just like running up to you and jumping on you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what you said is one way of doing it, but she recommends, Sarah, the best thing is to ap- approach him from the side <laughs> and then go down. I mean, that sounds, sounds a little bit like dodgy. They're doing something but else, yeah. Keep your own bubble and their bubble, and then it's the dog's choice whether they want to go into your bubble. So crouch down sideways and just offer your hand up. Get so on all fours like- <laughs> and then start licking, get your tongue out and act like a dog. If the dog sniffs you, you should then give him a little scratch under the chin or the ear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and there's another thing we need to be careful about. So did you ever consider this? Basically, if a dog rolls onto their back and shows their belly, we normally want to give them a belly scratch, don't we? Right. But when you're doing that, normally you're being too firm and rough. They like it softer. So you've learned something, haven't you? Be very gentle, slow, steady, very light pressure strokes. Sorry, can I, this sounds like you're talking to someone who's about to lose their virginity or something. <laughs> <Dogs> <laughs> the wording and phrasing that's being used right now is very disturbing. Because <laughs> for most dogs, if you're too rough and firm, it's too much for yeah, them. Same for most people <laughs> when you have sex for the first time. But yeah, dogs enjoy that a lot more than the tickle we all tend to do and are likely to do it a lot more. <laughs> And so that's just a great article. That's great. just something that's improved everyone's here, their okay. relationship with their dogs. Yeah. My question to you is, what is your funniest animal story? Not just generally, I mean, from because you've had cats in the past and things okay. like that. So you what? got any interesting anecdotes to do with your cats? Why don't you go first? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so basically, I had a cat called Smokey, who we used to call the Don because he was like, oh, you just didn't want to mess with him. Basically, you'd stroke him for a bit and then he would just turn, just bite you. Oh, that's yeah. a nice cat. Well, I really, it's funny because. Did you my used to family... do horrible things to it as a child? That's probably no, why. No, 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 no. Honestly, never. Never. We used to do that one thing. I think we watched. Held onto its tail t- whilst it tried to run no, away. <laughs> no, we watched one TV show. It was The Simpsons, actually. And it's saying that like, when you stroke a dog, you got to stroke it so it can feel it. And it, like, pulls its skin back. And I did that to Smokey, and he didn't like it. I stroked oh. him too hard. Pulling all its hair no, out. No, but, like, I, I did it once, so like, I didn't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but the sad thing, I mean, I we all found it really funny, but looking back now, it's quite sad. We went on holiday and basically we came back and Smokey came up to us and we were like, wait, there's something really weird going on. What's what's happened? Its tail was just like dragging along the floor. You know, normally we're going to stand up and yeah. wagon. It was just like dead on the floor. And we we're like, what the hell's happened? And he had broken his tail. What's funny about <laughs> I just, this? I found it really funny. What? <laughs> That's not funny. He, he looked really cute, but his tail was just animal. like dragging along the floor. And I'm like, Imagine what are you, you doing? snap your coccyx and then you're like fucking dragging, and then people come in and they just laugh at you. The Whoa. other time was really funny. We, get, we went on holiday. This is a different year. It's not like the month later on another <laughs> holiday. We came back and we couldn't find him for ages. We were quite scared. We we're like, oh no, what's, where's my. Did, did you just leave him on his own? Uh, no, someone would come around and feed them every day. Oh, but no neighbor. one would come and care for him. 
Oh, what are you, no, what are you expecting to do? Like, oh. He got fed. Oh. But basically, he got stuck up a tree. Oh, that classic. <laughs> yeah. And he was really sad. And he came down. <laughs> we could hear him meowing, and we managed to find him, and we brought him back. But, yeah, he was, like, starving, and he was really, really skinny. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Smo- yeah. Smokey is a classic pet name, isn't it? It, no, it is, it's a it unique is absolute game. Guess classic. what colour he was? Charcoal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's Smokey. Rest in peace. Okay, if we're going on the cat theme, my granny had a cat who wasn't a friendly cat. And obviously when you're little kids and you go around and I just wanted to like stroke the cat and it never wanted to be stroked. It used to <laughs> run away and hide and hiss. It was a big hisser, oh, big hiss, hisser. Hate hissing. And my granny had like this little conservatory out the back. And that's where, like, the cat had its little, like, little basket that it sat in. Not basket, the bed. Yeah. I don't know how old I was. I was, like, eight or nine, I must have been. And I just really wanted to, like, stroke the cat. So I was on my hands and knees trying to, like, approach it. And I was getting closer and closer, and it was hissing at me. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm I'm just going to stroke it. I'm just going to stroke it. Kept getting closer. And, yeah, it just went for me. (laughs) Literally poured, scratched all above my eye and literally cut, like, blood out my um, side of my eye. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't. I didn't ever get to stroke it. Were your parents annoyed? No, my mum probably called me stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what? So you were crawling face first towards the cat? Well, yeah, because I was like, oh, I'm just going to be quiet. It wants to be stroked. Yeah. <laughs> then the only other funny animal story I was going to say is between that and this is I was on family holiday with my dad, and Max was also on holiday in Spain, and we were staying next to horses were staying next to us, and I was quite young and immature. <laughs> I thought it was a good idea to feed a horse a lemon. So I just, I, I literally handed it a whole lemon. I just ate Why the lemon. Do well, I don't know. And then throughout the whole night, it just made a lot of funny noises. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah, I, know. I don't think horses are meant to eat lemons. I don't think, well, a whole lemon with like, the skin and everything. <laughs> Did it eat it? Yeah, the whole thing. All of, yeah, the whole thing. Oh, that's horrible. It made a lot of funny noises throughout the night. <laughs> was it still there the next day? Yeah, it was. That's okay. So it was a happy ending. Yeah. No, it didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor. Could you imagine how like bitter its mouth yeah. would have been. Like, so thirsty yeah. <laughs> in hot Spain. <laughs> You're giving it a lemon. That's, that is actually like your jigsaw from Saw. That's so cruel. <laughs> oh. Oh, did you think it was funny at the time? Were you like, oh, poor. Oh, yeah, you give it a lemon. Yeah. Wait, how old are you? don't know oh that's too old yeah 17 mate oh i wasn't 17 (laughs) i think like 14 did you tell your dad so the funny thing was my dad in the morning i didn't at the time he was like what's going on with that horse next door (laughs) making so much noise (laughs) oh my god was it just like neighing all the time (laughs) that's so sad oh Treat horses nicely, people. <laughs> well, there we go. That rounds up uh, this week's episode of Lower Your Expectations. I hope you guys have enjoyed. Please don't feed horses don't lemons. Don't feed horses lemons. <laughs> we now now know how to touch pets and maybe approach your first time having sex. So <laughs> glad we've covered those topics today. I hope you enjoyed. You can subscribe on Acast, on iTunes, and many other places probably. We will see you next week. Goodbye, guys.
Brought to you by Lexus. Some things do more than their stated functions because exceptional things inspire you to do exceptional things. To this select list, we add the all-new Lexus GX. With its exceptional capability, you'll see possibilities you never knew existed, sending you far outside your comfort zone. But as much as the GX challenges you, it also spoils you. Its intuitive technology and luxurious features mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Live up to it. The all-new Lexus GX.